Okay, my turn, Rabbi Herbs. Okay, if anyone is looking to hire Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs for either storytelling, Kaya from the Moya, extreme martial arts demo, uh, you know, whether it be for, uh, you know, of a subordinate program, uh, 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 your, your yeshiva, your benos, your base Yaakov, whatever, your school, a private party, or a day camp, a bungalow colony, or sleepaway camp. So, of course, the number to call is 718-375-1294. That number again is 718-375-1294. Also, you should be aware, if anybody's interested uh, for information about art lessons, Martial arts lessons, you know, perhaps karate, uh, private karate lessons, qigong energy lessons, and so on. Uh, you could call also 718-375-1294 for more information. And please be aware that Rabbi Erbs's books are still available in your local forum store, along with many of his CDs and a new one, too. And for those CDs that are not in the stores, you could call Rabbi Yitzhirbs at 718-375-1294, and he will be more than happy to send you a complete list, either by email or fax. Wow, did I get everything in? I think so. I think we can now start our story. Okay, so are you ready there over there? I'm ready. Wow. <laughs> Is it going to be like last week? No, no, it's not going to be the same story. It's last week, of course. Okay, okay, so uh, are you going to start right away? I'd like to start right away. Basically, the name of the story is called The Walled Monument of Krakow. Okay, you got that? A walled monument. There's no walled monument in Krakow. I mean, well, there are. There's, you know, oh, you mean like from the Holocaust Memorial? No, 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 not one of those. Actually, this memorial was like about, I don't know, it, it doesn't exist anymore because it was destroyed over the years, but it, it existed about 655 years ago. What? Six hundred and fifty-five years ago? That's right. It most certainly did. And that's the story I want to tell today. Did you ever tell it before? Um, well, actually, yes, but not in a very, very, very long time. How do you know? What do you mean, how do I know? I check my records. Oh, records. Wow. I thought nowadays they play CDs, not records. Records is old-fashioned. You see? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. All right, so um, are you going to tell the story that's going to be on your new CD? No, of course not. <clears throat> you know, everybody has to wait until the Purim week, or, you know, like the week before, or, you know, that time period, okay? I know, it's it's called the swindler. Yossi, please, can I get to the story? Okay, 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 okay. All right, uh, go right ahead. All right. Now, this story is said to be true. I can't vouch for 100%. I know, because you weren't there 655 years ago. But were you there, like, 654 years ago? Would you be... Yossi... Okay. All right. Now, anyways, this story is said to be true. I saw it in a safer, and uh, it doesn't give certain information, but it gives the whole gist of the story. But, like, for example, the tzaddik in the story, his name was Rabbi Yitzchak, but it just says uh, Rabbi Yitzchak Migarmania, which means Rabbi Yitzchak from Germany. Okay. Well, well, wait a minute. Where, where was this wall? You said it was in Krakow. Krakow is in Poland. That's right. You got that right. So what does it have to do with Rabbi Yitzchak of Germania? <laughs> if you let me tell the story ever, you know, I could tell you. Oh, but aren't I supposed to tell it with you? Well, if you jump into my mind, I guess you could share it with me, okay? So here we go. <coughs> yes, see, if you didn't have to do that, you didn't have to do that. Ah, uh, but if you did it, I did it because I'm in your mind now. Oh, yes, see, please. Let's continue. Okay, 
This story happened around the year 1363, which is 5,123 of the years of the world of creation, okay? You mean like it happened during the year since the world was created, 5,123. That's what I just said. And yeah, but I said a little clearer. Uh, what have you said? But it really, according to the numbers, the way people count now, like 1941, when you threw there, whatever, hey, this happened in 1363, which comes out to be exactly 655 years ago. Uh, very good, Yassi. How'd you know that? I, I, I heard you say it before. So why are you repeating it? That's a good question. Okay, anyways. Now, during that time period, um, you know, Krakow was ruled by a prince. You know, that means there was a king, and he had princes, a number of sons. And these princes, whatever it was, they ruled different parts of Poland. And uh, Krakow was under the ruling of one of the princes. Now, it doesn't say who the prince's name was. Ow, so we're going to call him Prince Poloni. No, 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 we can't call him Prince Poloni. Um, but because only says it, it was the prince of Krakow. That's what it says, you know what I mean? So, Hasarmi Krakow, you know what I mean? So, it doesn't say anything about what his name was. So, you're going to make up a name for him? Yes, I thought a name like Kozlov would be nice. Oh, Prince Kozlov, it has a kind of ring to it. Yes, it does. Okay, so anyways, now there is one name that the Safer gave. Trust me, I don't know why. Besides, oh yeah, the Tzaddik. No, besides the Tzaddik, it gave a person's first and last name. Really? Who? The name of the Russia. Oh, this is a story that happened in Russia? No, no, no. The name of the Russia. Oh, 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 Belarusa. No, 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 I'm not talking about Russia, the country. I'm talking about Russia, like a wicked person. Oh, like he was a real Russia or something. That's what I said, didn't I? Uh, I think so. Okay. Anyways, so what was his name? So it gives the name as Shlomo Seligman. Oh, and what are you going to tell us about him? <clears throat> well, <clears throat> uh, uh, l let's see if he wants to tell him. Shlomo, are you ready? Oh, uh, yeah, sure, I'm ready. <laughs> uh, let me just dust off my suit a little bit. Okay. Hello out there. My name is Shlomo Seligman. And I want you to know that I'm a Yid. But there's a little problem, you see. I'm a Kohen also. Why is that a problem, Mr. Shlomo Zeligman? Oh, well, let me tell you. You see, um, well, you know, we'll get into the story more, and then you'll understand why. But in the meantime, just uh, suffice it to say that I, I, I'm not a from guy, you know what I mean? I'm not orthodox, okay? I used to be, but uh, kind of kind of chopped that I have... I, I'm not orthodox anymore. Uh, really? What kind of job do you have? Wait a minute, Rabbi Harris. I'm supposed to ask those questions. Okay, but you didn't. Oh, okay. I didn't ask it, but we're asking it anyways. Okay, what kind of job do you do? Ah, now we're getting somewhere. What kind of job do you do? Uh, yeah, my job, well, you see, there's the Polish Prince Koslov, you know, and he has a bunch of estates around, you know, a lot of properties and things like that, you know, and I manage it for him. And so, you know, what happened was this. I began managing the properties. I met this guy. I met that guy. And, and a little bit of this guy. And I started schmoozing. And then at first I didn't eat kosher. I mean, I mean, I ate kosher, but I didn't eat non-kosher. But then eventually I started slipping and eat non-kosher because it was very hard not to. And then eventually I started doing things that I shouldn't do. And then eventually, you know, <laughs> I, I, I had meetings on Shabbos and I ran things on Shabbos. And actually, you know, I wasn't keeping Shabbos so much. You know what I mean? So I, I, I'm not a from guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, we get the picture. Okay, so now get into the gist of the story. Ah, sure, no problem. 
Let me get into the gist of the story. Hi there, Prince Goslov. How are you? <laughs> I am fine. Tell me, what's going on here? <laughs> Everything good around here? My estates? Oh, yeah. Everything is running good with your estates, you know? Yeah, you got everything beautiful here. You know, here's your paper here. You can see it over here. Here's all the chesboine. I'm oh, sorry, the, the, the accounting. You know what I mean? Uh, here's everything that you need to know, okay? So just take a look over here, and you'll see whatever you need to know. Yes. Let me see what I got here. Mm-hmm. Wow, this is very nice. I like what you got here. Oh, so I'm making money. <laughs> That's the idea. Okay. Keep doing good work. Yeah, okay, very good. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Now I have this business meeting. Uh, with a guy, what's his name again? Um, um, uh, 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 Hesco, what's his name? Hesco, uh, Kleinbart. Yeah, yeah, Hesco Kleinbart. Okay, I think that's his name. Is it? Well, that's the name we're making up because it doesn't say who the person is. So we need to have a name, so we'll call it, uh, Hesco Kleinbart. All right, fine by me. Uh, you know where he lives? You know where he lives. You're part of the story. Oh, yeah, right. I know where he lives. Right. Okay. And Okay. I'll just ring the doorbell. Excuse me. <laughs> no electricity 600 years ago, remember? Oh, I'll just knock on the doorbell. No, no, no. You just knock on the door or knock the knocker. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> How's that? Not bad. Okay, uh, go ahead. Uh, who is there? Somebody there to see me? Sure. One second, let me come to the door. <laughs> Hello there. Wait a minute. I recognize you. You're uh, Schleiman Seligman. <laughs> and what can I do for you? Now, listen here. I happen to know, Chetzkala, that you happen to be a pretty rich guy. You know, you're doing pretty well. You know what I mean? And I just want you to know. Dad, if you give me a nice percentage, if you know what I mean, I can make sure that you can be able to do business with the prince. So what do you say, huh? Uh, it's very tempting. I like that very much. Okay, I like it. I think we'll do that. All right, and you know what kind of business I'm in? Oh, yeah, sure, sure. You're in the cattle business. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Don't worry. He needs cattle. He needs me and everything else. Don't worry. I'll take care of it. We'll be in touch. And so, sure enough, he was in touch. And then, after a period of time, certain things started to move a little bit different. What do you mean, Robbie Herbs? Are you in my head or not? I'm not sitting right next to you now. Oh, okay. And so you know what's going on in the story? I I, I never heard this one before, but I did tell it. Number of years ago. <laughs> maybe it was before you were born. Happened before I was born? Yeah, maybe. Oh. How many years have I been born? Uh, about that long. Anyway, so listen. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, you know, he, he he started thinking and he started doing more and more business. And, of course, Kleinbart started to become rich, too. And, of course, uh, that meant that Zalagman was coming rich. That's right. That's exactly what happened. And then one day... When <clears throat> came, ahem is who? Schleimer. Schleimer came to Kleinbart's door. He knocked on the door. And, of course, he came to the door. 
Ah, how are you? Oh, it's so nice to see you again. Okay, so uh, you need to buy more cows. You know, you know, it's pretty hard to get some. You guys are getting so many cows from me. It's unbelievable how much money I'm making. And you know, something is very interesting is that I have to try to import cows from other places at a different price, you know, so I can sell at a higher price. It's getting becoming very, very difficult, but but it's all right. You know, you pay me enough money, I can send people out there to go get it, and that's what I've been doing. Okay, so now what can I do for you? And now that you finish, uh, yeah, yeah. Wow, who is that? Uh, who is what? Uh, my butler over there. No, not the butler. I'm not talking about the guy with the mustache. Oh, 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 oh that guy? <laughs> He's fixing the windows. Not that guy. I'm talking about that person over there. That person over there. Oh, that's the cook. Not that person. Don't you see who I'm talking about? I'm talking about that guy over there who's not a guy, but it looks like a, a lady, a, a girl. Oh, my daughter. That's your daughter? Hmm. Oh, how come I never saw her around here before? I mean, uh, since I've been doing business, I never noticed her. How come all of a sudden I see her and now she's here? Oh, well, you know, uh, it just so happens, you know, is that uh, my daughter used to be married and then, you know, um, it just didn't work out after a while and uh, now she's divorced and so now she's back home. Oh, so she's back on the market? Uh, I guess, yeah, if you got a good shidduch. <laughs> Let me see. Tell me about her. Well, she's a very nice girl, you know, and everything. You know, uh, she's open-minded. Uh-huh. Very interesting. You know, I, 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 I think I want to read a shit with you about, about your daughter. Uh, oh, really? Uh, uh, to who you want to marry her? Uh, to me. To, to, to you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Real, really? You're joking, right? No, I'm not joking. Um, can I, uh, sit down and speak to you and your daughter? Uh, y- yeah. Uh, oh, right. Uh, you're not married, are you? Of course not. Not yet. I didn't find the right one yet. <laughs> but I like the way your daughter looks, and, and maybe I talk to her now. I can see if she's intelligent. Of course she's intelligent. She's my daughter. Oh, well, whatever. I, I just want to make sure, you know, whatever. And so, sure enough, I guess nowadays they would call it a date or whatever. And he liked her very much, and he decided for sure, for sure, he wants to marry this girl. And so he started talking. Uh, listen here, Arab uh, uh, Uh I, I like your daughter very much, and I think she likes me. Uh, why don't you ask her? Uh, ask your daughter. All right, I'll ask my daughter. Okay, uh, Kayla, do, do you like this person? Kayla, I'm talking to you. Yes, Father. I love this man. He's such a nice gentleman. Don't forget, Tati. <laughs> I don't want to speak so loud so he shouldn't hear this. He's a very wealthy man, and he's well-connected. He knows the prince. Do you know that? Yeah, of course I know that. He's my connection to be able to do business with the prince. That's right. And guess what, Tati? Uh, what? I'm listening. Well, <laughs> I was just thinking out loud. Yes, you were thinking out loud. What? But you don't want him to hear. Not that loud, okay? I was just thinking, Tati. <laughs> you know, if I marry this Zelligman, he'll definitely want to do more business with you. And that means he'll get you more connected <laughs> to the prince, and you'll be doing a lot more business. <laughs> so what do you say, Tati? Are you going to let me marry this wonderful man? 
Uh, well, I'll tell you the truth. I mean, it's not a bad idea. He's a nice fella, but you know, uh, he's not from anymore. Well, Father, I have to be honest with you. I'm not necessarily the most, uh, you know, like biggest sadakus in the world either, you know. Yeah, well, I can imagine, but uh, I mean, well, I try not to. I mean, but I mean, well, you know what I mean. Yes, Father, you always done the kafzchus. So what bothers you? Well, he doesn't keep Yiddish guys, so he he's probably going to be wanting to be married by the bishop or something. I heaven forbid. I'm sure if you discuss with him, he's going to have me married by a, a rabbi. Really? You think so? Of course. Why don't you speak to him? You know something? That's a very good idea. Let me speak to him. Okay, um, <clears throat> Shlema, can we talk tachlis? Ah, uh, yeah, of course we're going to talk tachlis. Of course, of course. So, what do you say? Can I marry your daughter? Uh, yeah, on uh, one condition. <laughs> Give me two conditions. You know, tell me, tell me what's the condition. Come on, come on, let me hear, let me hear, let me hear. You know, I'm rich enough. I, I can cover it. What's the, what's the problem? I'll support your daughter. Don't worry about a thing. No, I'm not worried about that. Ah, you want me to do business with you more? Of course. If you're going to be my father-in-law, I'm definitely going to do more business with you. You know that. Uh, yes, I'm assuming so. But there's one thing that bothers me very, very much. Go ahead, go ahead. What is it? Well, you know, uh, you don't keep Yiddishkeit too well. <laughs> you noticed? Well, you didn't come in here putting on a yarmulke. Uh, oh, I must have dropped it about 20 years ago. <laughs> you like that one? Uh, not really, but I mean, if my daughter's going to get married, I want her to be married like a yid, you know what I mean? Oh, you mean like in front of a rabbi? Uh, yes, of course. You know what? I give you my word, you hear me? I'll marry your daughter, and with your permission, of course, but uh, you know what? I'll do it through a rabbi. a matter of fact, I'll go to the rabbi. Who's the current rabbi? <laughs> well, it's very interesting. It just so happens that very recently... Uh, the the town committee, all the mafarsim and everything, they all got together and all the you know the head committees, race, whatever the chosheva people around town, and uh, they got a replacement rabbi because you remember the older one was Nifta, uh, even though this new rabbi is not so young himself, he's a pretty older rabbi, but it's a very chosheva guy. Uh, really? Uh, who is he? His name is Rabbi Yitzchak. All I know is Rabbi Yitzchak from Germania. Germania. Oh, Germany. He comes from Germany. Very nice. Oh, Chashev, Chashev. A lot of Talmudic Chachamim over there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know, I know, I know. Very nice, very nice. Okay, so is he staying in the old rabbi's house? Uh, well, <laughs> I think he's staying in a, a, a house that we got for him separate. I mean, the people, I mean, the committee, I mean, you know what I mean. Oh, he has his own home. Okay, you know, he says, okay. Just give me the address and I'll go speak to him and I'll get him convinced that he should marry us up won't be a problem at all. You'll see. Okay, well, in that case, I mean, if it's going to be like you say, that he's going to, uh, you know, marry uh, you, you know, and my daughter, you know, like like a Dasvidin, and no problem. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> Keep in mind, <laughs> if I'm part of your family, that means my money becomes part of your family, if you know what I mean by those words. Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> yes, indeed. Thank you, thank you, yes. Of course, of course, of course, of course, of course, yeah. <laughs> I definitely know what you mean. <laughs> all right, all right, now let me see now. Ah, yes, 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 Okay. I gotta come to the rabbi, but how am I gonna come to the rabbi? I can't call it out on my head covered, you know. 
Ah, so you know what I'll put on this cap over here. <laughs> All right, now let's see now. What else? I, I still lie, Tom. He, he won't know if I wear my tits under my shirt or out of the shirt. I mean, well, you know, whatever it is. Uh, all right, now let me see how I look, okay? All right, so I'm going to go to the rabbi's house now. To the up, 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 I'm going to get married. La, 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 la. Let me practice singing that Jewish song. No, no, I should say it right. I used to read right. Over Hoots House, yeah, that's the word, you know. Over Hoots House, yeah, Rosa Lahayam. Oh, hi, Shama. They are right, hold on. Maybe they'll make a nicer song to that, maybe one day. But anyway, it means, ah, here I am. Let me check the address. Let me see the paper. Okay, that's the address. Okay, let me knock on the rabbi's door. Yes, who is there? Lash is Lash. Who is there? Uh, somebody knocking on my door? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm knocking. Who is I? Uh, uh, it's me, uh, Schleimer Seligman. Ah, Schleimer Seligman. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Kimsarain, come inside. Yeah, you can come right inside. I can come right inside, okay. Oh, yeah, I'm not talking like him. Okay, let me open the door. <laughs> Wow, nice, nice, nice door you got here. Big door. Uh, you, you, you guess? I, I mean, I guess. I mean, well, you, you, you guess. Uh, whatever. You, you get a lot of people coming in here, so you need a big door. All right, all right. Uh, Shalom aleichem, Rav. Uh, how are you? I'm Hashem fine. And how are you? At me? Well, I'm, um, I'm, 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 I'm Baruch Hashem. I'm fine too. Yes, yes, yes. I see. And uh, let me see. You are here because you have a Shiloh? Oh, wait a second. I know what it is. You are Shlomo Seligman, yeah? Yeah. Ah, you are the one that works for uh, the the uh, uh, prince, yes? Uh, yeah, Prince Kaslov, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, you are the one that went off the Derechatoira, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, what, what, like, it, but, but, I mean... What relevance is that? So I'm figuring out that Mistavra, the only reason that a person who went off the Derhatora wants to come back to me to see the rabbi, because it's certainly not a silent kashris, because you, um, if I remember correctly, you um, eat trife, no? Uh, remember correctly? You don't even know me. How do you know all this? Forget about how I know this. Listen, we need to talk. You probably came here because you want to become a Balchuva. You have Harata. You feel bad what you used to do. And you're coming that I should show you the way to do Chuva, yes? Eh, no. What? No? What do you mean no? Yeah, I nine. You love to keep toilet. Just you eat so hard, get the best of you, no? Yeah, nine. Yo, yo. Nine, nine. Nine. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, the Yetzirah got a hold of me, but no, I'm not interested in coming back. Oi, oi, oi. So what is it that you need from a rabbi? I don't understand. Why don't you explain to me what it is that you need from me? Oh, yeah, sure. I, I'll explain to you uh, what I need from you. Uh, it's very simple. You see, um, 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 uh, uh, how should I say it? Uh, uh, okay. You see... 
I am. Yes, your Shloim is Helegman. And you're not from? Yes, I know that. And you worked for the prince. What else? Uh, yeah, so I, I met this girl. And I want to marry her. Oh, Baruch Hashem. So the meidler is what wants to get you to come back and do tshuva, right? Uh, well, not exactly. Uh, wait a second. So then what do you need me for? <laughs> I need you to be Masada Kedushin. You know what I mean? I need you to marry us off. You need me to marry you off? Wait a second. I only do it if you follow the Torah. And well, you know, I mean, I just want a kosher chuppah and everything, you know, just do everything the right way. All right. I hear. Hmm, let me think about this. So, Ah, yes. So, Ah, yes. So, if I do this, and I'm a Sadiq maybe his heart will open up. And maybe mitzvah gereres mitzvah. And maybe he's going to do tshuva. Okay. Okay. Maybe I could be Masada Kedushin, but there's a few questions I have to ask. Uh, oh, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Are you a Kohen, Levi, or the Israel? Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm a Kohen. Ah, a Kohen. Very interesting. Yeah. And so you are a Kohen. Very interesting. So now, now comes the next question. Um, the girl, um, was she ever married before? Uh, well, um, um, uh, yeah, why? What, what difference does that make? I see. Und she's a Grusha, or, yes? Uh, yeah, 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 her husband's divorced. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, the divorce. I mean, yeah, yeah, she's a Grusha. Yeah, she's a divorcee, yeah. So what's the problem? I mean, you know... Uh, he has nothing to do with the husband anymore, uh, you know, and uh, uh, she likes me and I like her and we want to get married. That's very nice. But there's one problem. A problem? What's the problem? You said you said you would marry us off in, in the Torah way. Yes, in the Torah way. So you have to get married to someone who is not a Grusha. What, what, what are you talking about, Rapoy? <laughs> Somebody's not a Grusha? What do you mean? What do you mean? Look, look, this is the girl I, I, I like. And it's the girl I want to marry. And I'm the guy that she likes. And I'm the guy that she wants to marry. So the two of us want to get married. So what's the problem? We need a rabbi to be Masada Kedusha, you know, to say, Hariat, Mikadash, you know, that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, oh, I say Hariat, you, you're going to be you know, like, um, you know, whatever the problem. You know, you know what to do. I don't have to tell you. You're the rabbi. Yes, I'm the rabbi. And the thing is like this. You are Kohen, yeah? Yeah. No. A Kohen, according to our Torah, is not allowed to marry a Grusha. You're not allowed to marry someone that's divorcee, you understand? Because you are a Kohen. You serve the Almighty. You serve the Rabbin Shlelem. And therefore, you have to be at a very holy level, holy Madrid. And therefore, you're not allowed to marry a Grusha. If you want to learn all the halachas about it, so I can explain in more detail, I will be more than happy to sit down with you and explain everything. Uh, not exactly. But I just tell you like this. I feel that, you know, the way it should work is like this. I'm Jewish. She's Jewish. I want to get married. She wants to get married. We both are masculine. It doesn't matter to her that I'm a Kohen. And it doesn't matter to me that she was divorced. So we like each other, and we want to get married. So what's the problem, Rabbi? The problem is, 
<clears throat> the problem is that you cannot do this because you're a Kohen and she's a Grusha. And the Torah strictly forbids that a uh, Kohen should marry a Grusha. You're not allowed, Mina Torah. And since this marriage, this marriage would not be Alpitoira, therefore what I'm saying is that I will not be the Masadic Kedushan. And being that I'm the chief rabbi here in this shtetl of Krakow, I will not allow anybody to be Masada Kedushan. Do you understand that, yeah? So I'm very happy that you would like to get married. But I would like to give you good advice. You don't want something bad to happen to you. You don't want something very terrible should be caused by your sin, by your terrible affair that you will be doing. So, if I was you, I would forget about all about this thing, about marrying this Grusha. Instead, I would try to find somebody that was never married before. This way, it would be a kosher marriage, Minatoira. So what do you say? I say you're out of your mind. Are you a crazy old rabbi? What? Are you trying to insult me? Listen, you're making a big mistake. Don't insult me. I'm just a shliach. I'm just telling what's in the Torah. And don't insult the Torah, because this was given by Rabbeinu Shalem. And he knew, he knew very well what he's doing. So, you want to go against the Aloha? I'm sorry. I will do everything in my power to stop such a chasna. I'm telling you, right now. <laughs> You're funny, Rabbi. I don't need you, you know that? I never needed any Rabbi. You know what? I got a great idea. <laughs> you think you're going to stop me? Nah, you're not the only Rabbi around here. I'm going to take my collar. And I'm going to go to another town. And in this other town, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get a different rabbi who doesn't know anything about me. And when he asks me, I won't say I'm a coin. And then he's going to marry us off. Allah, Allah, kiss, to you. Too bad. I'll see you. Goodbye. And the rabbi was very upset. How come you're not saying anything, Yossi? Well, I'm trying to remember when I heard this story before. I never heard it. Well, I said it was a long time ago. <clears throat> anyway, so let me tell you. What ended up happening was as follows. The rabbi started thinking, I cannot allow such a thing to happen. I know what I will do. Ah, yes, I got it. I'll go to the callous parents. Yes, I'll go to the callous parents. Uh, who's there? Uh, somebody there? Yes. It's Rabbi Yitzchok, the rob from the shtetl. Oh, the rob, the rob. Was he known? I didn't call him. I mean, uh, Zelda, did you call the rob? No. All right, let's see what's going on here. Shalom Aleichem, want to come in? Yes, if you don't mind. Uh, sure, sure. Now, what can I do for you? Well, you see, um, I don't want to call my future son-in-law, but the potential future son-in-law, he came to me to ask me, to be Masada Kedushin. Ah, oh, so of course, you're a Moskin. That's great. I'm so happy to hear that. Baruch Hashem. Ah, he told me he would have a, a kosher, kosher chuppah. Uh, listen to me. I can't perform the chasana. Uh, what? What? You can't be Masada Kedushin? And, and why is that? Ah, you see, he's a coin. So, what's the difference? Big deal. Ah, <laughs> the big deal is your daughter... She was married before. She's a Grusha. 
Yeah, so, but he, she has nothing to do with, with, with the person. I know, but that's not what the Torah teaches us. So I can't marry your daughter to this man. Ah, uh, but you don't get it. Yeah, yeah, this, this marriage is very important. Because if my daughter marries Shlomo, then you know what's going to happen? Yes, terrible avails. Terrible, terrible things could happen to Kalal Yisrael. You don't want this on your head. Uh, well, listen here. <laughs> You're thinking that way. I'm thinking another way. What do you mean? Well, I'm thinking about, you know, uh, just what happens if I marry into Zeligman's family. <laughs> he has connections with the prince. <laughs> you can figure out the rest. Ah, so you only think about money, not the Torah. I feel sorry for you, but let me tell you something. I'm telling you clearly that I will do whatever is necessary to stop this marriage from happening. I will do whatever is necessary and whatever is possible for me to do to make sure that the Torah is kept. Do you understand? <laughs> Are you threatening me, Rabbi? <laughs> hey, I could tell the people who brought you in here to get rid of you. I don't care, but I will not go against the Torah. Very sorry. <laughs> we'll see what my son-in-law says <laughs> when he comes in. It's not your son-in-law. Sei gesund. Think it over what I said. And of course, at that moment... The rabbi decided what he's going to do on Shabbos. And so, when Shabbos came, after the Shachris, after the Sifrit Torah, were put, after the Sefer Torah, was put back in the Arna Kodesh, he gave a clap on the bima. Today, I want to speak to you for something that is a little bit different than the ordinary. You see, instead of speaking about the Pasha, I must speak about something that is very troubling on my heart. And that is, there is a person in this town. His name is Shlime Zeligman. Yes, Shlime Zeligman, I know who he is. Yeah, I know who he is. Oh, yeah, Shlime Zeligman. Is this kind of Frimmer? Not, not, not religious person anymore. He works for the, 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 the Polish prince, you know that? Yes, I know that. But he would like to get married to um, Kleinbart's daughter. Oh, but there is a problem with this. Really? What's the problem? The problem is that Shlom is a queen, and she is a grusha. Oh, why? They're not allowed to get married. So what are you going to do? Are you going to be in the conclusion? Absolutely not. Of course not. Not allowed. I would never do this. No way, no how. It's not Shaykh. So uh, what's the rope going to do? I will do everything in my power. If I find out which shtetl he's going to go to try to get another rope to marry him off, I will go there myself personally and try to stop this. Oh, wow. Rob is serious. And people started speaking in the streets and telling over this whole meister that happened in Shul. And of course, when Shlomo came back one day, from seeing the prince doing business, he came home. And then after he ate his supper, he went over to his caller's house. Ha <laughs> so uh, how was your day today? Hey, you don't look so happy. What's going on? Well, tell you the truth. You see, you know, I told you about that the rabbi came here and he said he's going to do everything possible to go over and stop the marriage. Yeah, so what? That's just talk. I mean, what could he do? You know what I mean? I got money, he doesn't. Well, he said, if he would find out 
where you are going to go over and make the chasana, he will travel there personally and stop it. He'll prevent it from happening. What? And he got up in the shul and he told everybody not to go. And they're not allowed to go because it's an issa from the Torah. Terrible, terrible avera you're about to commit. Huh? Well, what do you think? I, I have nothing against it, you know. I, I keep uh, Yiddish Kai, but, you know, there's a few things here and there, you know, like, uh, you know, Kesef Matahari Naim, if you know what I mean. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 money, money talks, right? <laughs> you like me in a certain way. <laughs> That's why I want to marry your daughter. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, okay, you know what? I've had it. I'm really furious. I'm going to go over to the prince myself and talk to the prince. All right. Uh, you do what you have to, okay? You think you have to talk to the prince? Go right ahead. I won't stop you. So I get a good idea. You should talk to the prince. You see what he says. And so he galloped off to the prince. And when he arrived by the prince, the prince saw him. Oh, yes, my good friend. How are you? <laughs> it's a pleasure to see you. You're not the prince. You're just the servant. I want to see the prince right now. Okay. By the way... Yes, what is it? I'm not the prince's servant. Oh, really? Oh, oh wait a minute. Are you dressed in those funny kind of clothing? What is that? I, I know I saw that somewhere. I'm the bishop. Oh, you're the bishop. <laughs> Very nice. I hope you win the chess game. All right, anyways, now, where were we? Uh, I, uh, hi, prince. How you doing? Ah, <laughs> how is my good friend? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Shlomo. Uh, wait, I, I, I still call you Shlomo. Didn't you change your name? Yeah, I, I call myself Sigmund. Uh, how come you're the only one that calls me, you know, Shlomo? Well, you know, when you started working with me, I called you Shlomo. It took me a long time. Remember, I broke my teeth till I figured out how to say slow, slow, slow. You know what I mean? Now I say Shlomo so well. And now you tell me to change to Sigmund. Uh, I don't know. It's not so easy for me. Anyways. We were just here before. I mean, we did business. Uh, did I forget something? Did you forget something? No, actually, I got a problem. You see, the, the rabbi, you know, Rabbi Yitzhak, the new rabbi? I don't know him personally, yes. Well, I never met him. Go on. Well, anyways, uh, he doesn't want to perform the marriage. And I gave my word that I would have a rabbi perform the marriage. Uh, you know what I mean? You know, kissing. I'm not religious, you know what I mean? Yeah, of course I know that. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so, um, you know, so I said that I would you know, get married in a Jewish way, but the rabbi doesn't want to do it. And maybe you could, um, you know what I mean? <laughs> Leave it to me. I take care of everything. Don't worry. Go, go, go. You go. And so, all of a sudden, the rabbi got a knock on the door. Yes, who is there? What can I do for you? I have a message for you, sir. I come from the prince. Ah, yes, the prince. What is it? He wishes to see you as soon as possible. And please do not keep the prince waiting. If you know what I mean, if you know what's good for you. Yes, I will go see the prince. No problem. And so the rabbi got in his horse and buggy, and he traveled all over the place. No, you see? Oh, yeah, uh, he traveled. And the wagon was going, and hit bumps and go, very good, you see? I don't know, why, what's, what's wrong with you? How come you're not joining in? It's so exciting. <laughs> I don't remember it. Okay, fine. Okay, anyway, so let's go right then. So what ended up happening was as follows. He got to the prince. He was ushered in. And the prince told him straight out, Now you listen to me very carefully. Do you know who I am? Yes. 
I believe you are the prince. You're in charge of a bunch of estates, and you're the ruler over Krakow. Very nice. Okay, so what can I do for you? What can you do for me? I want you to understand that I have a friend of mine who works very well for me. He's not very happy with you. I'm not very happy with him either. You're talking about Shlomo? Yeah, Sigmund. I mean, yeah, Shlomo, whatever, yeah. Very nice. Okay. So what is it that I can do for you? Uh-huh. Well, you see, he wants to get married. Baruch Hashem. I'm very happy for that. But to the girl that he wants to marry, I'm very sorry. It's Kenegad Atoira. Kenegad Atoira. <laughs> One second. Uh, bishop, come here. And the Galach, the bishop, came in. Yes, what can I do for you? Ah, here's the rabbi. Now listen here. The rabbi here says that his holy Torah says that since, what was that? He's a coin. Yeah, since he's a, the guy Sigmund is a coin, so he can't marry this girl because she's divorced. Is that what it says in the Torah? Now this Galach was a very big anti-Semite. So he went over and he said, Well, to tell you the truth, Yes, it says inside the Torah that, uh, you know, that uh, Cohen is not allowed to marry uh, the Hebrew word Gerusha, a divorcee. No, he's not allowed to. However, there's a clause in the Torah. A clause in the Torah? The what? It gives permission to the rabbis to make adjustments whenever necessary. Ah. <laughs> Wonderful. So what do you say, Rabbi? This is a shekeh. This is not true. There is no such thing as adjustment. The rabbis only have permission to make laws that help them keep the mitzvahs of the daraisa a lot better. The, the what? The daraisa? What, what, who, who's talking about rice? Where does rice come in here, sir? I wasn't talking rice. The daraisa. That's what I said. There are rice here. There's no rice here. No, 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 no. I'm trying to tell you, <coughs> excuse me, that this is a mitzvah of the Torah. Then we cannot change the Torah. The only thing is there's a clause inside the Torah. There's a mitzvah that says that the people have to listen to the Chachomim. But that purpose is that let's say if a person's riding a horse on Shabbos, he breaks a branch to hit the horse to go faster. So that's an Isser, because it's called pruning. It's one of the Torah in Malachas, but I don't have time to go into it. But basically, so therefore the Chachom said the person is not allowed to ride a horse on Shabbos, so he shouldn't come to break off a branch of a tree, which that is what we call a daraisa, a law. Yeah, yeah, a law that's made with rice. No, 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 a law that's from the Torah. Uh-huh. So what do you say, Bishop, huh? What do you say? You see... He's trying to finagle you. He knows very well if he wants, he could be Masadic Kedushin. He does, does not want to do it. He has the power. I'm telling you, I know. He's holding back. Oh, you think that just because I Galach, I don't know this stuff? I know plenty. Don't worry. Uh, all right, you know what? I trust my bishop over here. I trust this Galach. So you're going to marry these people off. And you will have to pardon me what I say now, and please forgive me. I don't want to sound disrespectful. Obezazach is like this. I have a higher authority to answer to. The king of all kings. 
HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If you wish to kill me, go right ahead and kill me. There's nothing that I can do. I'm, I, I'm asking, I'd rather die, but I will not, you hear this? I will not marry off the two of them. <laughs> Rabbi, have a good day. We'll be talking some more, you'll see. And you will marry my good friend off to his girl that he wants to marry. So they can be happy, right? Wrong. I will see you. A good talk. Goodbye. And so the Rav left. And after the Rav left, what ended up happening was, he went home. People asked him what happened and he didn't talk nothing. He just continued his firmness that he would not marry them off. The day of the chasna came closer and closer. And all the people were coming. There were two kinds of people that were coming. Some of the guests and relatives of Sigmund, or Schleimer, if you want to call them, and of the Kala from the Kleinbart family. And of course, there were others, since in those days they made the chasna in the middle of the streets, so there were some other people coming just to see what was going to happen. If the Rav would or would not marry them off. So the streets were pretty crowded. And then the morning was going by, the clock was ticking, and it was now near noontime, and the Rav still did not leave his house. And suddenly they were pounding on his door. And the pounding got louder. And the pounding got very loud. And there was a lot of people knocking on the door. Okay, one second, if you think you knock some more, you think I can get to the door faster? I'm not a youngster anymore. Let me open the door, see who's there. Ah, ah, soldiers, nice to see you. You're from the prince, yes? Yes, sir, we're from the prince, and we have our strict orders, and we have to bring you to where the chasna, the wedding, is taking place. And if you don't come, we have to drag you there. Ah, so you're trying to force me. You could get me to come there, but I will not, I tell you again, I will not go against the Torah. Well, that's up to you. The prince is going to, uh, he says, you better come. Where is the prince? Oh, he's busy at the palace. He trusts that we're going to be able to help carry out his orders. <laughs> He'll be waiting for a report from us. Now come, Rabbi, so I don't have to schlup you. Is that the word you guys use? Yes, yes, I will come. But I will not be Masada Kedushin. Oh, 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 whatever that is. Yeah, okay. You'll perform the marriage ceremony. I don't know what the other word you said is. I will not perform the marriage. Well, come with us anyways. All right? And we'll take it from there. And so the rabbi went. And they were now in the center of Krakow, in the middle of this town square. And the people were there. And there was Zelig. No, not Zelig. Zeligmin, that is. Zeligmin. Schleimer. Known as Sigmund. All right, Rabbi, <laughs> everybody's here. We're just waiting for you. You like my escorts that I got you? Isn't that a great honor? Now, Rabbi, come and perform this wedding ceremony. You don't know what you are doing. What you are doing is a very wrong thing. If you don't listen and change your mind and do tshuva, you will be bringing a very terrible sin to Kral Yisrael. And I'm telling you right now, that I will not perform this ceremony. I will not be the Masada Kedushin here. So you understand? Ah, uh, guards, I think the rabbi needs a little convincing. What do you say? Rabbi, I'm afraid that I'll have to twist your arm. Okay? 
and force you to be of uh, whatever they call it, Machada Kajachkin. You know what I mean? Ah, so you know what? Let me say a little prayer before I'm Masada Kadushin. Yeah, I think he's going to be the Masada Kadachkin, okay? Yeah, hey, he wants to say a prayer? <laughs> I guess he wants to ask Hashem for forgiveness for performing this thing against his will. <laughs> Go ahead, let him pray. And so the rabbi went over and he started to be mispalo. And he looked up in Shemaim and he said, in words of Kedushin, he says, Rabbi Nashaloylam, this Yid wants to cause a terrible Ablin Kal Yisrael. Let the people in Krakow see. Let the prince know that there's a Rabbi Nashaloylam who runs the world. Let them realize that Torah is Kedusha. And the Torah is Emis. And you just can't make a public desecration from the Torah. You cannot make such a Chil Hashem. Please, Rabbi Nashaloylam. Aneini, Hashem, Aneini. And of course, his voice got louder. And then suddenly got lower. And then he was mumbling something. And suddenly Zalak said, Excuse me, pardon me. But I think it's time to be Messiah of I think you prayed long enough. I, I, I'll put up a good word upstairs that, the God, that Hashem should forgive you. Okay, okay, now can we get on with it? And all of a sudden, the Rav's mouth was still moving, saying to Felix that nobody could hear what he was saying. Suddenly the ground started to rumble. <laughs> and it started to chuckle. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the ground opened up, just like by Kairach, right directly under Zelig. I mean, not Zelig, yeah, that is. Right under Shloima. And his color. And Mamish, it was like scary for those people over there. Suddenly the ground opened up and the chassan and the kala were swallowed up into the ground. And everybody stared and they heard the screams. Ah, what happened? What happened? What happened? Huh? Hey, what's going on here? Hey, who turned out the lights? What's going on? And all of a sudden, the ground closed up. And it almost looked. Actually, not almost. It definitely looked like nothing ever happened. But there was no more screams. And everyone understood. Everybody there understood that Shlomo Zeligman was no more. And neither was the Kala no more. They were not here anymore. And the soldiers were petrified. And so was everybody else. And the soldiers took out their swords. And they started making barriers with their swords. They stuck it into the ground. <laughs> And he put it around and made a circumference out of their swords so no one should step over there. And then the rest of the mishpoch of the Kleinbart family, including the father and the other relatives, they slowly walked away in fright. They were afraid. They realized now that their Rav, Rav Yitzchak from Germania, was not just a person. Very heilige mensch. And eventually what happened was is that... The prince heard about this. What are you saying? The ground opened up is impossible. But, sir, we saw it with our own eyes. That's right, sir. I was there, and we marked it off over there. I think you should apologize to this rabbi. He is a very holy man. I wouldn't start off with him. I really wouldn't. You're right. Let's go to the Galach. He'll tell us what to do. And sure enough, he went to the Galach. And the Galach was having little problems of his own. Uh, I'm sorry, sir. Uh, you can't see him. 
Yes, it's very, very terrible. Uh, uh, the bishop is uh, uh, a bit of a rick in the cop, you know. I mean, he's a little going crazy. He lost his marbles. What? What are you talking about? And suddenly they saw the bishop come closer. <laughs> I belong back in the zoo. <laughs> cuckoo, cuckoo. I'm a cuckoo bird. I belong in cuckoo out. But uh, I belong in the zoo. Yeah. And they realized that the bishop went crazy. And this uh, prince said, When did this happen? And when he heard the time that it happened, he realized it was the same time that the earth opened up and swallowed Shleiman and his kala. At that same time, that is when the bishop went crazy. And then the prince realized he has to go to the rabbi himself. And he came to the rabbi and he begged his forgiveness. He fell to the floor. And when he fell to the floor begging for forgiveness, the rabbi said, I will forgive you because you are just following your upbringing. You didn't know better, but now you do. Now, of course I forgive you. Now, I've stopped to Hashem, he forgives you for, but I think he will because you didn't realize what you were doing. You were following the orders of somebody <laughs> that was trying to, <clears throat> yes, I know, but don't bring it up. What can I do for you? There's only one thing. Since there are people that are no longer here in this world, there are two dead shamans over there, there are two dead bodies buried in that area. And, you know, coin is not allowed to walk over near where their bodies are. So could you build like a wall around there? Uh, yes, of course, I will. And sure enough, there was a wall that was built. It was about six feet wide or something like that. And it covered that whole area where the swords made the border. And that wall stayed for a long time. And the story about that wall was spoken for a long time. I guess over the years, different wars, whatever it is, it was knocked down, lost or whatever. But that wall was a monument for a long time. Wow, that was terrific. Hi, I'm sorry I didn't interrupt enough. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> this is Shrat. I'm sure you're going to interrupt quite a lot when other comes. Okay, do we have any time to take any phone calls? A short while. Okay. All right, let's see who's on the phone. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello, hello. Are you there? Hello. Anybody there? Here's static. Okay, we'll go to the next hello? one. Paul. Yes, Hello. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello? You were just here. Hello? All right, we'll try another call. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What's your name? What lesson do you learn in tonight's story? My name is Jonas. I learned that you should never marry with a, a client. You should never marry with a Grisha. And you should always believe in a, in a Tzaddik. That's very good. You picked up the main lessons in there. Very good. Very good. Thank you very much. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? What lesson do you learn tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What's your name? What lesson do you learn tonight's story? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. I hear you. I hear you too. My name is Esther Mayer, and my lesson is that that our you got too shy? Hello? I can't think of one. Oh. Oh, well, maybe next week you won't be so nervous. Okay, let's go to the next caller, please. Hello, you're on the air. This is going to be the last caller because we're running out of time. Hello? Uh, yes, you're on the air. What's your name? What lesson you learned tonight's story? Hello, my, my name is Mokio Mastoff. 
And and I learned that that the general lesson is that you should always follow the Torah, and the 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 specific lesson is that you should always make a kosher wedding. Very good. That was very well put. Very well put. Thank you very much. Okay, I think that's all the time we have, right? That's all the time? Okay. So until next week, everybody have a wonderful Shabbos. Goodbye. Goodbye. Anywhere, anytime, for everyone. This is jrootradio.com.